0: The Cell Phone Junkie Podcast, episode 199, for March 21st, 2010. Windows Phone 7 details, Droid gets Android 2.1, and Nexus One gets more 3G. Brought to you by Netflix and supported by listeners like you, subscribers to TCPJ Unlocked, more information at thecellphonejunkie.com. The show is also supported by the Cell Phone Junkie podcast app for the iPhone and iPod Touch, now available in the iTunes Store for just $1.99. That's right, it's just Joey here this weekend. Mickey is dealing with a very difficult family matter and has put me in charge of the show. I know I can't live up to the true Cell Phone Junkie, but the show is very important to him and he wants to make sure all of our dedicated listeners are not disappointed. Well, this week I had an experience with the uh, BlackBerry and Cero plans. I know the past few weeks we've talked uh, pretty extensively about my experience with the BlackBerry Enterprise Server Express that Rim has recently released. I know it's it's been a very uh, uh, interesting uh, launch, and it's been very informative to me as far as how BlackBerry Enterprise Server actually works along with BlackBerry Internet Service. This week, I discovered that I can add a BlackBerry Internet Service plan to. Uh, Blackberries on a serial plan this week for a $10 charge. It's kind of difficult uh, to get that added because it's not something that you as the user can just add to your account from the online. The only option that gives you is a BlackBerry add-on pack for $30 a month, which includes things like navigation and a few other features, which may be worth it for you. But the the rep was able to find a BlackBerry buy-up, it's called on there, and it was $10 a month and provides the BIS service. And that is compatible with the BlackBerry Server Enterprise Express. So what that gives you is the ability to activate and have basically a full enterprise service on your uh, BlackBerry on serial plan. Now there's one little hitch to this that I discovered and researched that it didn't happen to me, but it looks like if you have the BlackBerry Internet Service when you have a BlackBerry Enterprise Server Express, the online activation or the over-the-air activation of the Enterprise Server may not be available. When you have um, the BIS service, that actual menu item under advanced options may be missing. So what you have to do is do a wired activation, which you connect it up and then do the, the synchronization that way. Um, I haven't experienced that yet, but most of, the, most of the, the phones I've transferred over to the Express server have already had the BES uh, data plan. So it's just something to watch out for. So getting into the news this week, the FCC detailed a plan that will work to bring voice and broadband internet services to as many Americans as possible. The plan includes both wireline and wireless components. On the wireless side, the FCC is formally requesting that 500 MHz of spectrum be made available for the wireless broadband services within 10 years' time. It wants 300 MHz to be available for mobile use in 5 years. The FCC currently only has 50 MHz of spectrum available to serve those needs. The FCC is considering incentives to convince current spectrum holders to offer their spectrum up for auction. The FCC wants there to be greater transparency in how the spectrum is licensed and also wants there to be specific allocations for unlicensed spectrum and the development of new wireless technologies. The main goal is to provide every American with access to broadband service of 100 megabits download and 50 megabits upload, whether that be a via wireline or wireless. A survey found that 2 out of every 5 BlackBerry users surveyed indicated having plans to switch out their BlackBerry for an iPhone when their service contracts expire. Some other interesting information includes 33% of iPhone users and 16% of BlackBerry owners use their device exclusively for personal use and not work-related. 1% of iPhone owners and 7% of BlackBerry owners use their device exclusively for business purposes. And 66% of iPhone owners and 77% of BlackBerry owners are using their device for both business and personal purposes. Handset manufacturer HTC issued a statement disagreeing with the claims made by Apple in its patent infringement lawsuit filed earlier this month. HTC disagrees with Apple's actions and will fully defend itself, HTC said. They strongly advocate intellectual property protection and will continue to respect other innovators and their technologies as well as have always done but will continue to embrace competition through their own innovation as a healthy way for consumers to get the best mobile experience possible. AT&T is challenging all of its customers including wireless, wireline, and Uver subscribers to eliminate their paper bills and switch to online billing. AT&T said it will plant a tree for each customer who chooses to go paperless and will plant up to 1 million trees. AT&T says that if a million customers make this move, it will save 400,000 pounds of paper, avoid 6 million pounds of greenhouse gases, and prevent 4 million gallons of wastewater from discharging into lakes, streams, and rivers each year. The customers will be able to choose from several areas across the U.S. needing reforestation in which to have their tree planted. There is no cost to the consumer to switch to paperless billing. AT&T also announced that it will begin selling a new energy-efficient charger for wireless phones in May. The AT&T Zero charger will sense if a phone is plugged in or not, and when no phone is attached to the charger, it will draw no current from the wall socket. When a phone is plugged in, the charger will then charge the phone and then reduce the amount of energy it draws when the phone reaches its maximum charge. Today, Sprint unveiled a new online tool that allows potential customers to take mobile phones for a test drive before they commit to buying them. Demo Anywhere is a new web-based application that lets customers interact with the phone and get an idea of how the user interface and features work. The software also provides a step-by-step tutorial for 34 different Sprint handsets and help users figure out their new phones. The tutorials offer information such as how to transfer music from a PC to a phone or how to set up email. Sprint hopes the software will help customers select a handset that is more suited to their needs as well as takes some pressure off of its technical support teams thanks to our sponsor netflix help support the cell phone junkie by signing up for a two-week free trial plans from 499 per month over 100,000 titles to choose from keep each movie as long as you want no late fees ever free shipping both ways free delivery in about one business day cancel anytime as a bonus to your dvds watch some movies over the internet for no extra charge Mickey and I appreciate your support of the show by signing up for a free trial of Netflix. This week, I added Top Gear Series 10 to my uh, instant queue list and watch it on the Roku. It's a very unusual show. It, it, it's for motorheads, but it's also for people who just like entertainment involving vehicles. They do some pretty bizarre stunts on that show, and it's uh, something from the BBC in the, the UK, and it's, uh, it, it's a lot of fun, and it's got a, a huge cult following, so I recommend checking that one out. And moving on to devices, T-Mobile finally launched the long-anticipated HTC HD2. The phone, which has been available in Europe for some time now, sports a 4.3-inch capacitive WVGA touchscreen and runs HTC's custom Sense interface on top of Windows Mobile 6.5.0. The new T-Mobile version will go on sale March 24th for $450 or $200 with a contract agreement. Among the new features found on this American version is a blockbuster movie store where users can download movies over a Wi-Fi connection to store on the 16 gigabyte microSD card bundled with the device. Movies will be available to rent for less than $5, and there will be a full purchase option as well. In addition, the T-Mobile HTC HD2 will come with Barnes & Noble eBook Reader that will pair users with a Barnes & Noble account. The phone also gets the latest version of the Mobi TV streaming video service. Vodafone has announced today that they will be be the exclusive UK carrier of the HTC Legend, the aluminum-clad successor to the Android Power Hero. Vodafone is also going to carry the HTC Desire, which is the HTC's own branded Nexus One. The HTC Legend should be available sometime in April. A new unlocked Google Nexus One handset is available now that uh, trades the T-Mobile 3G band support for the 3G support. Uh, on AT&T and Rogers here in the U.S. and Canada. The handset is available now for $529 with no contract. Sprint announced that Google's Nexus One is coming for their EVDO Rev-A network. No release date or specific pricing was specified, and also for the Nexus One, we should be seeing it on Verizon sometime here in the next couple months as well. Mobile analytics firm Flurry offers estimates of unit sales for Motorola's Droid and Google's Nexus One smartphones over their first 74 days of availability the amount of time it took for Apple to reach 1 million sales of the original iPhone in 2007. According to Flurry's data, Google has sold only approximately 135,000 Nexus One units since its launch in January, despite a significant amount of publicity surrounding its launch. Despite the fact that Google Nexus One is the most advanced handset, uh, Android handset to date and enjoyed substantial buzz leading up to its release, the launch has been overshadowed by lower than expected sales. Previous reports offered several possible reasons, including unconventional choices in marketing, pricing, and distribution. The Motorola Droid, however, experienced relatively significant early sales success with approximately 1 million units sold in the first 74 days, slightly ahead of the original iPhone's pace. The original iPhone and Motorola Droid, of course, launched under very different circumstances, several of which are highlighted by Flurry, including the growth of the smartphone market in the two and a half years between the two devices, Verizon's nearly 40% larger subscriber base for the Droid launch than AT&T and momentum from a holiday season launch for the Droid. In addition, Apple's iPhone launch at an unsubsidized $499 and $599 price point, well above what the casual handset uh, purchase are willing to pay for their devices. That undoubtedly hampered early sales. Just a week before Apple reached its 1 million milestone for the iPhone, it announced the discontinuation of the original 4GB model and a $200 price drop for the 8GB model to $399. The Wall Street Journal claims that Sprint will unveil its first WiMAX-enabled smartphone at the CTIA show this week in Las Vegas. The HTC Supersonic will be the carrier's first WiMAX handset, joining the recently released Sprint Overdrive in its growing 4G portfolio. This week, AT&T announced four new quick messaging devices, QWERTY-equipped feature phones for those who want keyboards but don't need smartphones. The four devices are among the first to come with the new AT&T services on board, including a revised online address book that can sync between phones and PCs, a threaded messaging inbox that now offers the ability to SMS groups of contacts, and a new media sharing capability that lets users upload to social networking services and an online mobile locker. According to an AT&T rep, the mobile share service costs $10 per month for 50 transfers or users can pay $0.35 per transfer. The service includes 250 megabytes of storage for free and users can purchase 10 gigabytes for $5 per month. The four phones include the Pantech Link. This is a bar-style phone that has a slim profile and a GPS. Pantech Pursuit this device combines a touchscreen and also slides to open reveal uh, to open to reveal a full qwerty keyboard it also has a camera and a face recognition software to help tag photos the pursuit also supports gps it will be available sometime over the summer also avail- also announced was the Samsung Strive from AT&T. The vertical slider has a 2 megapixel camera with a video capture and is compatible with AT&T's video share service. It has Bluetooth 2.0 plus EDR and will cost $20 with a new plan. It will be available March 21st. Also Samsung Strive, vertical slider that has a 2 megapixel camera with a video capture and compatible with AT&T's video share service. It has Bluetooth 2.0 plus EDR and will cost $20 with a new plan. It will be available starting today. And finally, the Samsung Sunburst. This touch phone has a 3-inch touchscreen with virtual keyboard and a 2-megapixel camera with video capture. It has GPS on board, Bluetooth 2.0 plus EDR, a curved exterior design, and widgets. It will cost $40 after rebate and go on sale today. More news in a moment, but first a word about another way you can support the Cell Phone Junkie. TCPJ Unlocked is a bi-monthly premium podcast where Mickey and I delve into some of the depths of the mobile phone industry and talk about all things that give you your TCPJ fix. Sign up is easy. Visit the thecellphonejunkie.com and click the link on the right for TCPJ Unlocked. Then click the subscribe to premium content link and follow the instructions to get signed up. Thank you to everyone who has already supported us by signing up. We definitely appreciate each subscription. And now to the software news. Microsoft is now offering developers the first tools to create applications for the upcoming Windows Phone 7 series platform. Foremost among these, developers will use Silverlight for rich internet applications and the XNA Game Studio for game development. Microsoft offered details about the new Windows Phone marketplace as well. Customers will be able to buy apps using a credit card, apps can be charged to a cell phone bill with mobile operator billing, or apps may be advertise driven. A beta version of the Visual Development Studio Expression Blend 4 for Windows Phone was announced and Microsoft previewed a new Visual Studio 2010 Express for Windows Phone. Expression Blend 4 and Visual Studio uh, 2010 will be available as part of the free tool support package. Microsoft also announced a a release candidate for Silverlight 4, one of the primary underlying technologies for the new Windows Phone 7 Series OS. Microsoft uh, continued to say that developers will be able to access many parts of the hardware including the accelerometer, the Microsoft location service, Microsoft notification service for pushing information to the phone regardless whether or not an application was running, hardware accelerated video with digital rights management, multi-touch, and finally camera and microphone support. The Windows Phone Marketplace will be the only place to download apps other than enterprise deployment. Many other details about the App Store were also announced including the cost to developers. To keep users safe and licensing issues in check, the MicroPlace will be able to remotely revoke app licenses. Windows Phone 7 will not support microSD and no multitasking support. Like the iPhone, third-party apps will not be able to run in the background, and just like the iPhone, there will be no copy and paste support. Microsoft said users don't really need clipboard functionality, and they built in a data detection service that will handle text data, like phone numbers and addresses, to take its place. Verizon announced Motorola Droid 2.1 update is now being pushed out this weekend. The new features include Pinch to Zoom is now available when using the browser, gallery, and Google Maps, new weather and news applications, uh, application plus widget, new support for voice to text entry, new gallery application with 3D layout, view and share photos taken with your phone and images from your online Picasa web albums, Live wallpaper offers a richer animated interactive backgrounds on the home screen. Free Yahoo Mail is now supported. Simply sign in with your Yahoo email address and password. Improved pattern lock functionality, improved handset audio when disconnecting a wired headset, and email accounts no longer need to be re entered after an over the air update. Research in Motion announced that it's now offering its BlackBerry Push service to all BlackBerry developers. Developers who choose to make use of the BlackBerry push services will be able to have their applications send information or other content to handsets instantly. Users will be able to receive a notification on their BlackBerry and can look at the information immediately if they wish. RIM is offering two levels of the push services. One is completely free and the other has a tiered pricing that gives developers more content delivery options. RIM also announced that the BlackBerry Internet Service 3.0 is rolling out between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time on Sunday, March 28th. Every BIS user will have to go without BlackBerry services during the upgrade. It brings two-way Gmail sync, the ability to add and delete Gmail labels, support for WMA and OpenOffice files. For $30, Navigon's MyRegion gives you its premium mobile navigator software at around one-third the price with the simple caveat that you only get maps for one-third of the United States, either east, west, or central. And should you drive out of the designated zone, Navigon will generously allow you to buy another chunk a la carte for $15. All of the Navigon's other add-ons, including My Routes feature, are similarly available. Sprint has made available a new ROM for the HTC Touch Pro 2. The update includes Windows Mobile 6.5, the popular HTC Sense UI, social networking integration, and minor bug fixes. Go to Sprint.com download to get the update. Push to Talk is now available for Verizon BlackBerry smartphones. Make group calls with up to 50 participants. Use presence to see who's available for Push to Talk calls. Manage Push to Talk contacts for your entire company online. Access email and the web while you're on push-to-talk calls. Cost is $5 per month to use for unlimited nationwide calls to any other push-to-talk devices. And now onto the questions and comments section. Comment from Paul. Paul is a recent subscriber to the TCPG Unlocked. He said, Thank you for your great show. I subscribe because your show is worth it, and I hope that subscribing helps a bit to keep your podcast going. Paul. Thanks a lot, Paul. It really does. We really appreciate all the listeners to see TCPJ Unlocked and this regular show. And, of course, the users of the uh, iPhone application from the Apple iPhone App Store. And a question from Greg. Mickey, I had a first experience with the Bold a bit ago. I was opening a PDF and was zooming in on it. The screen refocused fine and then went very fuzzy, like a herringbone pattern. I closed all the applications back to the home screen and was still very screwed up. I pulled the battery to reset and it came back fine. Any experience with this? Uh, my trackball is acting up again, I am out of warranty, so maybe it's time for a new one. Wish that slider was out. I'd get one in a heartbeat. Thanks, Greg. Well, Greg, I think the uh, the issue you had with the PDF reading is probably, uh, it could be a fluke, and it could also be the format of the particular PDF. You know, mobile viewing of PDF files is not always the most reliable. I know with my Centro, I have some issues uh, looking at PDFs with the documents to go, but Mostly, it's okay. Um, you could check for the bold, uh, depending on which carrier is on, to see if there is an update for it. Um, as far as the trackball goes, it's very easy to replace most of those. Normally, you can just take a fingernail, if you've got a long one or a little teeny tool, and pop that whole trackball out. Um, and you can get a replacement one on eBay for it looks like three, you know, one dollar, two dollars, three dollars. So anything under $5, I think you should be able to pick up a replacement trackball for your BlackBerry to pop that in. I know they get kind of gummed up, and if you're really uh, ambitious, you can take it all apart and clean it. But for the price it looks like you can get a replacement on uh, eBay there, I, I think I'd probably just go that route. T-Mobile has support for um, replacing the, the BlackBerry trackballs as well. Uh, also, you know, one, one thing that's nice that uh, the new BlackBerrys have, like the new curves, is they have a track pad instead of the trackball. So there's no, it's, a, it's an optical-driven touchpad instead of the you know the, the physical driven uh blackberry ball so it's kind of a great improvement i'm glad to see them and uh thanks for your question greg that wraps the show up for this week look forward to mickey's return next week and all of the cta coverage from las vegas and if you have any questions contact us at questions at thecellphonejunkie.com or leave us a voicemail at 206-203-3734 And if you like Twitter, you can contact either of us at twitter.com slash tcpj underscore Mickey or tcpj underscore Joey. And until next week, thanks for listening. For more information about the stories you've just heard, visit us at thecellphonejunkie.com.